because talking rice is all right, today we are going to learn more about its role in pig nutrition. For that, we have the pleasure to count with Dr. Pluska from Australia and our two dear hosts, Mikhail Kolein and Jessica C. Um, the original story, actually, it's quite interesting. The original story of rice back to, to uh, Dr. Matios is a very kind praise of, of, of our work was in relation to swine dysentery. And um, that's a disease, as I'm sure you know, that, that uh, it won't go away from, from this country, at least. I don't know about in other countries. Um, uh, Professor David Hansen, or now Emeritus Professor David Hansen, has been mm -hmm. instrumental in that research. Um, and yes, the, the original work we did with rice was in relation to, to trying to look at swine dysentery. Um, and that, that has evolved since then. But the work that, that uh, I have done with, with, um, with others is, is in relation to post-weaning diarrhea, um, where, what we, where what we saw was some beneficial effects of feeding a very highly digestible carbohydrate source, being, being rice, um, um, and having some positive effects on indices associated with uh, expression of, of diarrhea uh, in the... Uh, in in the post weaned pig. Um, well, just sorry to stop you there for a yes. second. Uh, I I found something you said really interesting earlier, and um, I think it uh, links on to what you're also talking about. You mentioned that there were compounds that could actually reverse antimicrobial resistance, uh, uh, or or that you were working on such things, and and that probably also links to swine dysentery because, um, as we all know, there are there is a lot of resistance. Um, with the pathogen to, to many conventional yeah. antibiotics. Um, so but would you, uh, before going a little more, um, for, I'm, I'm sure our listeners will be interested as well. Would you be able to talk a little more on the compounds that, that reverse antimicrobial resistance? Is that something you'd be able to speak about briefly? Yeah. Um, the, the, the theory, and it's, it's, it's really, um, you know, around some of the critically important antibiotics, because if you look at, ETEC, for example, we know that tetracycline resistance is very high. Um, but, I mean, there's some work being done here in Australia um, uh, where, for example, uh, fluoroquinolones are, I mean, they're not, they're not allowed to be used here uh, and haven't been forever, but, but, uh, but there's still some, um, some bacteria that will show antimicrobial resistance genes to those antibiotics in that, in that class. And, and that's very curious because where's it coming from? Um, you know, there's, there's, there's quite strict penalties and, and regulations around the use of those classes of antibiotics here. Um, and, and, and I guess there's, if we look at some of those uh, feed additives and they're simply direct fed microbials, um, yeasts, lactobacillus, that, uh, that may be able to, um, I guess, modify modify the biome, modify the biota, and um, and essentially, I, I guess, displace some of that biomass in the in the gastrointestinal tract. Um, but there's also there, there may also be plasmid mediated mechanisms, for example, that that you know where you get transfer of of uh, a particular um, uh, particular um, Segments, fragments of of, uh, of those bacteria that can uh, that can modify the antimicrobial resistance gene profile of of other bacteria. Um, so that's that that's that's where 
I think that's quite exciting. As I mentioned, there's some evidence in in poultry um, and we're doing that at the moment. We don't have any data on that, but um, the potential applications to other diseases, as, as you, I think, as you're alluding to, are, are quite profound. Um, mm -hmm. And swine dysentery is a case in point where, um, yes, it's, it's increasingly difficult to, to control that disease through, through the traditional, through traditional methods. Um, we know quite yes. a bit about the flora, uh, sorry, the, the biota in swine dysentery now, um, that it does need certain, certain um, genera and species to, to be able to almost co cohabit. Um, so yes, the, I, I think that's a, that's a very exciting possibility is to, is to use other bacteria, other, other direct fed microbials to, to influence the, the microbiota, to influence the expression of a disease.